0: To another episode of Talking My Hello and welcome to another episode of Talking to Myself. Great start. Already fucked up the first sentence of the podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Talking to Myself. I'm your host, Jake Letizia, and this is the podcast where I look into a camera and I talk to myself. How's it going? It's also a podcast where sometimes I fumble over my words and you think to yourself, Why the fuck does this idiot talk for an hour every week. He can't even get the fucking first sentence straight. Anyway, how you doing? How's it going? I'm doing all right. I'm drinking some coffee. I'm um, a little tired for no real good reason. I just feel fucking tired, dude. That's how it is. A little groggy, a little tired, drinking some coffee feeling okay how you, how how are you how is everybody good hope you're doing great hope you're doing grand hope everything is wonderful in your life um i got a question for you are you wearing two masks <laughs> might as well start right there might as well start at the start you know might as well come in hot are you um are you wearing two masks now cuz that's what the cdc has said was a good thing to do Wearing two masks. Now, I think that the CDC is legit. Like, I I think that uh, illnesses are a uh, constantly changing thing. You know, when there's a plague, when there's a virus, when there's some sort of ailment ripping through the population, uh, even our... Top medical scientists don't have all the facts, even they are constantly changing and adapting with new information to whatever this plague is doing to the human population. You know what I'm saying? So I don't. I don't necessarily. I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, they changed what they said again. That means they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I'm not one of those people. I'm a person who's like, well, they changed what they said because they found new information that makes them think this now. And now, now the now we all know that's a better way to deal with the virus. That's what I think. I think. They're accumulating information and whatever the most updated thing is, is probably through trial and error, the most, uh, correct way to deal with the current situation. So the CDC said wear two masks, but the thing that no one is talking about is that it does they didn't say wear two masks. They said, they said a tight fitting mask or two masks greatly reduces the spread of COVID. Let's focus on that sentence, a tight-fitting mask or wearing two masks. Basically, they're saying wearing one mask that fucking works prevents from COVID. That's what they're saying. What they're really saying with that sentence is we think most people use garbage masks, so you're better off wearing two of them because none of you own the ones that are good. That's what you're saying, isn't it? How about this instead? Instead of going, hey, fuck faces, your masks are probably bad, so wear two of them just in case. How about you take the first part of it, tightly fitting masks work perfectly. Why don't you just tell us what masks are the good ones? Why not instead release an article that says top five mask brands that'll keep you from killing grandma? Why don't we see something like that instead? Okay, here are the ones that are tight-fitting that will make sure you don't have to wear two masks. Also, who is that, who is, are, when you see an article like that, you go, oh, okay, like, we're just trying to cause chaos. Like, we're just trying to fucking make people angry and start a news cycle. Because why on earth would you do that? Why? Why would you do that? Why would you make the headline, wear two masks? Why would you do that? It's only going to get people riled up, and people, and even people who wear masks go, What the fuck are you talking about? People who have been wearing masks this whole time, who have never once been like, Fuck masks, non anti mask people are going to see the headline, You gotta wear two masks now, and go, Hey man, what are you talking about? Just make the headline, these are, the, these are the tightly fitted masks that work the best against COVID. Oh, what a nice fucking reasonable sentence to put at the top of an article that everyone will read, that universally every single person will read and go, you know what? I'll get that kind of mask. Oh shit, I had the wrong kind of mask. Let me get that one because it works better. Because it works better according to the CDC. Let me get that one tightly fitted mask. Because why the fuck would you wear two? And make sure that I don't kill my grandparents. Or your parents if you're old enough. If you're 50. Or 40. Or maybe in your 30s. If you got old fucking parents so you don't kill them either. The fucking CNN article... Okay, had an image of a fucking... G- oh, my God. Listen, I don't know if they, they retracted this image later, but when I searched it on Google, when I searched on Google, uh, uh, you have to wear two masks now. CDC says you have to wear two masks. There was a fucking the image they had in the in the fucking little square that you click on on Google, the image was this old fucking dude wearing a mask and then wearing a white mask that literally was up to here. It was halfway up his fucking eyes. Hey, man, how, how am I going to take you seriously when your main thumbnail image is a dude wearing a mask that covers his entire face? You want me to wear two masks... And your example is a 70-year-old man who doesn't know how to fucking put a mask on properly. Who puts a mask on so that he fucking covers his eyeballs. What are you talking about? What are you doing? Why would, why would that be the image? I clicked on it and then once I clicked on it, it went to the main page. And there was no image to be found of an old man fucking covering his eye sockets with a mask. But I had to click. And then I had to click back. I had to click back to make sure I wasn't losing my mind. And I clicked back. And sure enough, in fucking Google, when you searched on Google and it's lined up with other articles, you see that old man covering his whole fucking face with another mask underneath the, the face covering mask. Hey, man, I'm not doing that. I'm definitely not doing that. Just tell us the brands to wear and stop saying fucking obnoxious shit. Stop saying shit that'll rile people up. I don't understand. I don't understand. It's not worth it, man. It's not worth Is it really worth it to write such a fucking... A, a clearly divisive fucking headline about... Something that's actually killing people like is it worth it to write that Goddamn thing I don't And then I saw somebody somebody I know she fucking she was wearing two masks. Hey, dude This is what you cause you cause people to wear two masks because you didn't specify about the tightly fitted ones We all could just be wearing one fucking mask that works. Well, what are you doing? Anyway, I'm going to continue to wear one. And that's the thing too, is that I have a mask that I think is tightly fitted, but I don't fucking know because you didn't tell me, dude. Also to be totally transparent, I didn't read the full article, (laughs) but is that on me or is that on them? Not titling right. It's a little bit on both of us. Clearly I should read the fucking article. I should. But at the same time, I was so pissed by the way they phrased the fucking headline that I was like, nah, dude, I'm not fucking getting into this. I'm not reading this. Also, you said tightly fitted works. I think I have a tightly fitted mask. You didn't specify, hey, these are the tightly fitted ones you need to wear. So I, in my brain, I'm like, I'm doing the right thing. Let me know specifically if I'm doing the right thing, dude. Why not just on the news go, these are the masks? Keep updating that if you want to. If you want to keep changing something, just keep putting on the news, these are the masks that work. And if those masks no longer work, switch it to something else. We'll still be annoyed. We'll still be like, oh, fuck, we got to buy another kind of mask. But at the same time, we'll be like, okay, I'll get one new, better fitting mask. I'm not going to fucking put two trash masks over each other and shove them on my face. <sighs> anyway, if you want to wear two masks, that's fine, man. Good for you. I'm just saying it's fucking, it's it's a little bit facetious the way you're phrasing it. And it's annoying. And I just think it's it's causing this. It's causing me to do this on here. And it's just causing that everywhere. And I think part of it is that, but the people want, maybe people think that that's the only way people take in information is if they're angry enough to read it, but it's like, no, dude, I was, you're angry enough to read the headline. If you, if you read a headline that angers you, you don't read the article. You don't. Some people might, but it's not worth it. Okay. The numbers it amounts to is not fucking worth it. It's, it just gets more people to fucking hate your publication than it is people who actually click and read the article. But anyway, this is uh, nonsense that I'm getting angry about. Wear, wear a mask. Wear a tightly fitted one. If you want to wear two masks, that's your prerogative. I'm certainly not going to dunk on you. That's the thing too, though. That's annoying. It's because it, also when you set the precedent for like wearing two masks, now you kind of worry, you're like, I already wear one mask, am I going to get shit on for not wearing two masks? And at that point, what are we really doing? What are we doing? If you get shit on for not wearing two masks, but you wore one mask and you've been wearing it forever, and it's, it's as tightly fitted as it can be in your brain and the CDC's not telling you the other sp- the specific tightly fitted mask to get, if you're doing your best and someone comes up to you and goes, hey, motherfucker, you should have another mask on top of that mask, I don't know. I'm going to be like, hey, man. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to pull down my mask and spit in someone's face. But if I'm wearing a mask and somebody with two masks is like, why aren't you wearing two masks? In my brain, I'm going to go, in my brain, I'm going to yank down my mask and go, hey, buddy. Right in his fucking eyes, right in the, right in the, the only open space on his face. Again, let me make it very clear. I'm not going to really do that, but you know, figuratively in my brain, what I'll visualize is me doing that. Cause fuck that guy. Okay. If you want to wear two masks, don't shame other people for only wearing one, please. It's only going to cause more people to not wear anything. Um, yeah. So that's a thing. <laughs> Two masks, man. What else we got? We got uh we got so much shit, bro. Dude, I keep seeing fucking There's a couple who dated in my high school who got married. Um, and one of them's around my brother's age, and the other one is I think is a year younger than one of my other brothers. Like one of them is my oldest brother's age, which is five years older than me. So he's thirty two. And the lady he's dating, I think, is around a year younger than my other brother. So he's like 20, she's like 28, 32, 28, whatever. But they've been dating for a long fucking time, man. They've been dating since she was in high school and I think he was in college, right? Yes, no, maybe not. Or they were both, or she was in college and he was in the workforce. I don't fucking know. But the information I'm saying right now actually kind of makes more sense for where I'm leading to in a moment. But I keep seeing photos of them, right? Because I don't know if they got married this year, or but they got married at some point. But recently, I keep seeing photos of them having been married. And, uh, and their nice, happy photos and all the captions are like, Oh, I love you so much. So glad we're together. Oh, you're the love of my life. <sighs> or it's the girls. It's the bride sister being like, Oh, these were good times. Yeah, you're a great brother-in-law. You felt you felt like a brother in law for years, even though that you just got married, right? And I'm seeing those, and I'm seeing people being happy and and talking nicely about it. But all I can think about is how <clears throat> years ago, when he was about in his late twenties, I guess, uh, uh, and they were dating, he got he got fucking arrested <laughs> for sending a dick pic to a 15 year old girl. And then he got fucking sentenced to community service for it, which I don't know. I listen, man, I don't, I'm not the judge, jury and executioner. I don't fucking lay down the law. I'm not somebody who who gets to decide the sentence on people, but that seems a little light for a fucking sending a dick pic to a child. Huh? You got to fucking clean up the side of the road after sending your cock to a little fucking kid? I don't know, dude. That sounds like punishment might not fit the crime. But on top of that, they were dating while he sent his penis to a kid and they continued to date and now they're married. And uh, it's already hard to to get yourself, um, when you're a bitter, when you're already not, listen, man, I'm a little bit of a cynical asshole. I'm a little bit of a bitter cunt sometimes. So already it's hard for me to see a wedding photo and go like, yeah, good for you. Yeah, I'm happy. You know, I have to fight every fucking Everything in my being that's going, ah, oh, fuck these people, fuck you, fuck your happiness. I have to fight all that to st- and squeeze it down to go, yeah, I'm glad. But when I have the knowledge of the dude working at an ice rink and then fucking meeting a 15-year-old and then later sending her a dick pic, when that's in my brain, I go, I'm not happy for you guys. Why didn't you break up? Why didn't, you, why didn't she go, hey, man, you're fucking gross, and peace the fuck out. What are you doing, dude? Sorry, I got a little spit on the mic, I had to wipe it off. But what are you doing, bro? I'm just very passionate. That's why I spit's flying out of my mouth, because what the fuck are you doing, dude? Also, he met this girl at an ice rink that I think he fucking taught ice skating lessons at hey man could you be any more of a hack pedophile that's such a hack pedophile move to meet the fucking girl you're gonna be gross to at the ice arena at the fucking rink hey man if you're gonna be a gross pedophile at least be original dude fucking pick somewhere that people don't do it at (laughs) you know Fucking meeting a girl, meeting a child at an ice rink that you're going to be gross to. What are you, that's like fucking picking up a kid in an ice cream truck. Dude. What the fuck are you doing? Anyway, it's weird. It's weird how time makes people forget. Because there are certain things, and I've talked about this before, but there are certain things that like you do in your past, words you say, stupid shit you do. That I think understandably gets forgotten to a degree. Or gets forgiven to a degree. But something like that, I don't know. Do you forgive and forget? She clearly did. Or maybe she didn't. Maybe it's still in the back of her mind. Maybe every time fucking something bad in the relationship is going down, she in the back of her head is going, well, you also sent a fucking dick pic to a child, so maybe I should get the fuck out of here. Who knows? Maybe she uses it as something to lord around his head to be like, listen, you're going to do everything I say, motherfucker. You're going to basically be my fucking manservant because I got that dirt on you and I could bring it up at any point to the people who don't know. Imagine meeting new friends. Imagine that couple meeting new fucking friends who, who didn't grow up with them, who don't know the nasty, who don't know the gross shit. If I was her and I was going to stay with that guy, that's all I would be doing. I'd be like, listen, motherfucker, you're going to meet my friends and you're going to like it. And I don't give a fuck if you think this party is boring. Because if you say a goddamn word, if you make one complaint, they're all going to know you're a gross piece of shit. (laughs) Right? Isn't that the move? Isn't that the move if you're going to stay with someone like that? Is you're going to fucking use it to your advantage? I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know. Cause I've never been in this scenario. I'm trying. The problem is I'm trying too much to justify why, why someone would stay with someone like that. But I don't think there is a justification. I think at that point you just go, bye-bye, right? You gotta go. Bye-bye. You gotta say bye. He not only cheated, but in the grossest way possible. I mean, there are grosser ways, but we don't need to go there. You know, So strange. And then, but then shit like that makes, makes you think it makes you think that every single fucking happy photo you see, you don't know the story behind it. You really don't. If I, if I, anybody else who I showed that picture to would have been like, Oh, nice couple got married. And if I was cynical or bitter at all towards that photo, they'd be like, why are you so, why are you, you're the, you're the bad person. Why are you so cynical? It's two fucking happy people. Well, I'm cynical because I have proof of a, of a seemingly happy couple with a gross, tragic past I'm aware of. You know what I'm saying? If that one story exists, I can't get my cynical mind from thinking, well, That story probably exists in more photos than you think, you know, which is a bummer. It's a bummer because I don't want to be that. I don't like that, dude. I don't like being cynical. That's the thing too, is, is, is that when you meet a cynical person or you, or you meet someone who's bitter about shit, like. I don't think I'm bitter, but I am cynical and I do think the worst a lot, but I fight actively against it. I try and fucking push extreme optimism onto my cynical thoughts to balance it out. I don't, cause I don't like that. And really it just comes from you're in a bad mood. You're in a bad place. I don't, you think I like seeing a a happy couple and going, oh, fuck you guys. You think I like that? You think I like being in the park and a happy couple walks by me that looks in love and I go, oh, I hope you both fucking die. I hope you both walk into a fucking tree and pass out. (laughs) You think I like that? You think I like being by the fucking turtle pond in central park and looking at a happy couple, look at the turtles and be like, oh my God, I love you so much. I love you so much. Oh, what a nice day. Look at the turtles. You think I like looking at them and hoping I hope you fucking fall over and drown with the goddamn turtles. I hope a fucking turtle is so heavy that it keeps your head underwater till you can't fucking breathe. You think I like that? You think I enjoy thinking that? I don't. It's a bummer, dude. It's a bummer to look at people's happiness and turn it into something bad. That's not fun. It's just where your brain goes. You don't choose to do that. It's not an active decision to be like, fuck these people. No, I would love to be like, fuck these people. I would, Or I love these people. <laughs> I would love to be the opposite. I love these people. But you can't, you can't just turn that on. It's not possible. You got to force it. You got to fucking force yourself to pop your eyes into their head and see from their point of view and go, no, 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 no. If I was in their situation, I would be happy as shit because it's true. Whenever I'm in the relationship, I'm having a great time and I'm happy and blissful and fucking, I, I don't get, I don't have a care in the world about anybody else. So I try and remember that when I see a happy couple. Oh, if I was in that couple, I'd be very happy. So therefore, I'm happy for them. I don't want them to drown. Stay away from the edge, sir. I don't want you to drown with the turtles today. I want you to have a happy life. She seems like a great person. You guys are awesome together. That's how I try and be. (laughs) But... The cynical mind gets the best of you every once in a while, man. You can't fucking, you know, someone smiles at you when you're having a bad day and you're like, what the fuck are you smiling about? You can't, you can't stop that. It just happens. It just happens, man. There's two, there's like two minutes left before I gotta turn the camera off and back on so it doesn't fucking run out of goddamn space. Um, two minutes. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll talk about this real quick before the second part. So I was on fucking, uh, Twitter the other day while I was taking a shit or, or Facebook something. I was on something while I was taking a shit. And there was a link to Zack Snyder's justice league, new footage of dark side for, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League the the Zack Snyder cut if for those of you who don't know what that is Zack Snyder uh, Got was given a shit ton of money by HBO to fucking Basically turn the Justice League into a nine-hour Hellscape of what he wanted it to really be um, Which I think is cool. I'm down with that idea. I like it a lot. I Don't know if it'll be good but I do, I am a person who, even if it's a terrible movie, even if the director's original vision ends up being garbage, I want to see what, I want to see what the original vision for something is. You know, when I watched Justice League after Batman v Superman came out, I was bummed out because you could tell from Batman v Superman from like all the shit that went down. You could tell that everyone said Batman v Superman was too dark. So then they tried to Marvelize Justice League and make it funnier. And you can tell that wasn't the original vision for Snyder. Snyder is a dude who in an interview said, "Oh, the dark night isn't dark enough. If I did Batman, I'd fucking make it really dark. I'd make it dark like like Batman would like go to prison and and, and get raped in prison." <laughs> Which you go, "Hey man, that's a little too dark. That's a little that's a little more edge lord than it is dark. That's a little more just like, "Hey man, why why? What's the point of that?" Why you're just trying to out you're just trying to out dark the dark night. That's weird, dude. But at the same time, the guy who says that isn't trying to make a funny Josh Whedon uh, Justice League comedy that ended up being the thing that existed. And that's right. I said Josh Whedon because his name isn't Joss. Okay? I refuse to say Joss. That's not a fucking name. The timer just went out, so I'll continue this thought in a second. What's up? I'm back. And right back into it, Josh Whedon. Josh Whedon is his fucking name, dude. I'm not going to say Josh. I'm never going to say Josh because it's Josh. That's his name. Josh isn't a real name. If it is, it's not. Okay? Joshy Whedon. Every time I say Josh Whedon, people go they laugh and I go, what? And they go, his name's Joss. I go, oh yeah. And then guess what I do the next time I say his name? I say Josh again, not even on purpose, just because in my brain, I go, Joss isn't a name. It's Josh. Okay. So fuck him. He's Josh Whedon. Uh, he turned it into a comedy. Also, Zack Snyder got like, the original thing was Zack Snyder's daughter killed herself. So, uh, he was feeling weird. So they, so he left the movie, but then later it came out to be Zack Snyder was like, nah, I was pushed out. Hey man, if that's true, if his fucking daughter, well, not if his, his daughter did kill herself. And if they pushed him out after that happened, what the fuck, man? His daughter, like he's suffering a fucking major tragedy. Let him do the movie he wants to do. What the fuck? I know your daughter killed herself, but you need to get the fuck out of here so we can have Josh take over and ruin the film anyway. We got to have Josh come in and make the movie funny and terrible uh, and ruin everything you wanted this movie to be, whether people liked it or not. We we're just, we don't care. We'd rather have a Josh Whedon flop than your flop. Anyway, sorry for your loss. See you later, Zach. What the fuck, dude? No, let him make the movie he wants to fucking make. And then when Zack Snyder was pushing for the, the Snyder cut, every single person in the cast also on Twitter backed him up and was like, hell yeah, let's do the Snyder cut. Hell yeah. Say what you will about Zack Snyder, but it seems like people like him. It seems like people st- are sticking behind him. And I say, hey, man, if all the casts are down... If HBO is looking to fit the bill, fuck it, dude. I didn't like Jared Leto's Joker, but I'll see whatever that fucking weird asylum thing is. Did you see that pic of him, uh, of Jared Leto, where he looks like he's in the ring? <laughs> I still, well, I didn't. I mean, my friend brought that up. My friend, my friend, when I sh- showed her the Joker, she was like, "Oh, ca- I, I can't help but have it remind me of this, and then she sent me a picture of someone dresses the ring throwing out a pitch <laughs> at a baseball game. And I'm not going to lie, Jared Leto, Jared Leto Joker in a Zack Snyder cut looks like the fucking ring girl. Whatever, dude. I'll see what that is. I don't mind seeing Batman and him in a weird fucking dream sequence. That's I'll, I'll Listen, whatever Zack Snyder is trying to offer with his $90 billion budgeted four part Justice League series that HBO Max is footing the bill for whatever he's got in store, I'm ready for it. I'm not going to say I'm here for it because I fucking hate that phrase. But I'm excited for it. Um I said um, I'm trying not I'm trying to say um less, but I just fucking did a big fat um, huh? I just did a big fat um right there. So anyway, to the main point that I was trying to get to before I just started talking about how I am in support of the Snyder cut, <laughs> I just met a lot of people who are like angry that it's happening and I'm like, what are you angry about? Who cares, dude? The whole point of streaming has been has been to give directors with weird, with wild visions, good or bad, uh, uh, a blank check to make that wild vision po- uh, possible. Okay, you see all these fucking, I mean, Zack Snyder is not of the caliber of these other directors I'm about to mention, but you see Spike Lee, you see Scorsese, you see fucking David Fincher, you see all these motherfuckers go to streaming because Netflix and HBO are like, fuck it, man, you can make a nine-hour movie, I don't care, And and these directors are like, finally, a place that'll just let me have creative control, a place that won't let A place that won't tell Scorsese, hey, man, you got to cut an hour out of it. Netflix is like, "Nah man, leave it all in. Who gives a fuck? People are watching on their couch. They'll just watch it in parts. Sick, dude. I like that. I want to see the unfiltered craziness that's coming out of these directors' brains. And that includes Zack Snyder. I don't consider him as good of a director. I don't consider him on the caliber of those guys. But he's got his own weird... Listen, man... I liked Watchmen. I don't think it's a great movie, but I think it's fucking way more interesting than most shit I've seen. It's he's got a very specific way. He's got a very specific style. Say what you will about Zack Snyder. I don't think he's an. Um, I don't think he makes incredible art. But you know, it's a Zack Snyder movie. He has a very distinct style, and I. Uh, I enjoy when he's allowed to do what he wants with it. So I'm excited for the Snyder cut. Anyway, that's not at all. I did not mean to do a fucking five minute ad for why the Snyder cuts g- going to be cool <laughs> and why I'm excited for it. What I really wanted to get to was I was on Facebook and I clicked this link that was like new dark side footage for, ju- for Zack Snyder's justice league. And I click it and it's just like quick fucking flashy teaser and then it says in two days, and I'm like, oh, fuck, it's coming out in two days? Oh, shit, I'm going to binge that whole fucking thing. We're still locked in quarantine, and we all want to kill ourselves? I'll watch the Snyder Cut for fucking four hours. Why not? And then it says in two days, February 14th or 16th, whatever it was, uh, new trailer. So it wasn't in two days the show fucking comes out. It was in two or the movie, whatever you want to call it. It's a TV show. It's a four part fucking series. Let's not kid ourselves. Even though some people are calling it a movie still. Hey man, you're wrong. Um did another um, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm fucking good at keeping those down. No, I'm not. So in two so it's it's a teaser for a trailer. Let's stop that because first of all, you got me fucking so hyped up for something that this isn't actually full. I mean, it is the trailer will be for the series that's coming out whenever the fuck, but you already confused me into thinking that the show might be coming out in two days and it's not. It's a fucking teaser for a trailer. Hey, let's stop doing that. How about we just have the trailer for the thing and not a trailer for a fucking trailer? We're getting out of control with the teaser trailers for trailers. We're getting out of control. I saw a fucking five-second teaser ad for Amy Schumer's Super Bowl mayo ad. What? Why do I need to be teased about a 30-second ad where Amy Schumer goes, Mayo! 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 And the guy's like, oh, yo, you're the mayo lady? And she's like, "Ha mayo! Mayo! Why do I why do I need that? Why do I need a five second ad to fucking what? What do you think's happening when I watch that five second teaser for Amy Schumer's Mayo ad? Do you think that I'm going, damn, I gotta watch the Super Bowl now? I can't miss that 30 second fucking Amy Schumer ad. And this isn't I'm not I like I'm not trying to put anybody in the fucking ad. Put Tom Hardy in the ad. I don't give a fuck. I love Tom Hardy. Okay? I was a fan of Trainwreck. I don't give a fuck about her doing a Mayo ad. Who cares? Oh my god. Are you ready to see Baby Yoda in this fucking Mayo ad? No, I don't care. What percentage of people saw that teaser... That, that, that teaser ad for the, for the 30 second... 30 second. I can't stress it enough. At least the fucking Snyder Cut trailer is going to be like three minutes or whatever the fuck it is. Dude, that guy invented too long of trailers, huh? I feel like ever since Batman v Superman, that first trailer came out that was three minutes, I feel like every trailer now ends up being two and a half, three minutes. Fucking Zack Snyder really pushed the fucking envelope on very long trailers. That's the thing about that dude, too. Is his movies are visually striking enough that every time there's a trailer for one of his fucking movies, everyone goes, I know that I hated his last film, but I'll check this one out. That's a skill, man. Making a great trailer is a fucking skill, and Zack Snyder's pretty fucking good at it. Let's be honest. The Watchmen trailer? Come on, dude. Mother forgive me. When they fucking short Rorschach go, uh... You will look up and whisper save us. And I will say no. Or whatever the fuck the line is. It was a good line. I said it a lot as a fucking high school student, as you do when you're in high school and you like Rorschach too much. And then later you're like, wait a second, Rorschach and Travis Bickle are are kind of pieces of shit. That's the move. You know, that's the move. (laughs) Now it's probably the Joker, right? In high school, you're like, I love the Joker. I am the Joker. And then you get old enough to be like, oh, the Joker's the bad parts of us. I get it now. Oh, I was in a dark spot in high school. I get it. <laughs> Wait a second. I'm not Travis Bickle. Travis Bickle is what I am if I truly become the worst version of myself. Oh, I get it now. Um, But yeah, dude. What percentage of people watch the Super Bowl because you showed that fucking... You showed Amy Schumer in a in a in a pantsuit with a fucking mayo symbol on her. And then you sort of, the, the the image was her at the fridge and she looked over and she was like, ha mayo! And then they showed a uh a silhouette of Amy Schumer that had angel wings. And then it was like, watch the Mayo commercial at this at this year's Super Bowl. No. No. No, and guess what? I didn't. Because also, I talked about this last episode, but all the ads exist online. Okay? You know what I did? I waited till the next day. Not even the next day. I waited till the end of the Super Bowl and I went on YouTube and I watched the Amy Schumer ad. And this goes back to the thing in the beginning with the double mask. Maybe I'm wrong, actually. I didn't read that article, but I watched that ad, so maybe the maybe the teaser did work. The teaser worked on me. It didn't get me to watch the fucking Super Bowl, but it did get me to search up the fucking Mayo YouTube channel so I could watch the 30-second ad and go, "What the fuck was the point of that?" Thanks, dude. Thank you, Mayo. Thank you, fucking Mayo. You you wasted 30 seconds of my life. Thank you. And you got me very angry for the dumbest reason imaginable. <laughs> I guess you did have an effect on somebody. It was a profoundly negative one on me <clears throat> anyway, damn dude, I get fucking ups I get fucking angry at stupid shit, huh? <laughs> what a stupid fucking thing to get angry about. oh man, um. Did another um. God damn it. I gotta try and cut down these ums. Or maybe I don't. Maybe I'll just say um, man. It's a natural human thing, isn't it? To say um. We all do it. It's fine. You say um, you say uh, you say like, it happens. I remember in school when we did a, uh, did another one. That was another uh <laughs> dude. I should just fucking let it let him fly. Let him fly, why not? It's natural. But I remember in school for public speaking things, for uh, assignments where we had to, you know, report to the class where you had to stand up and talk to the whole class. You had to do a presentation. Don't know why I couldn't think of the word presentation for a second. I'm a bit of a dumb fuck. Anyway, we need to do a presentation to the class. I remember that would always be a thing. They would say, don't say like or um. You'll be penalized for likes and ums. And whenever I did a presentation, I didn't think about the likes or ums. I think I naturally, I think naturally you don't say them as much if you really plan out what you're gonna say. At least back then. I mean, also I would, I would make, I would be one of those kids who made a PowerPoint and would just read the fucking PowerPoint. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do the thing where it was bullet points. I mean, now I, I do the thing now that I was supposed to do then. Now for the pod, I'll write down, uh, bullet points. And I'll refer to them as we go. And the bullet point will indicate to me, oh, that was the thought I had about that thing. But back then I was like, no, I'm going to write out every single thing exactly how I want to say it. Because fuck this and fuck this class. I don't really want to be doing this, but I have to to get my grade. Not terrible. So fuck you. Anyway, Eminem was a creative genius and he rapped a lot. (laughs) I did a report on fucking Eminem. I forget what the report was. I think like Eminem and his effect on culture or Eminem and uh, how the world received them. I fucking forget what it was. It was basically just the history of Eminem. And I just read fucking long bullets that I got off off Wikipedia that I put into a slideshow. And I remember everyone in the class was like, why are you, why is this so fucking extensive? Like, why do you have so much information for this, for this pointless elective course? (laughs) It was like psych. That's what it was. It was like the psychology of Eminem and uh, why he rapped the way he rapped and uh, just, you know, what the fuck was going on in his brain. But it was a high school psych class and the teacher was later uh, found jerking off in a library with no pants on. So it wasn't the most legit class is what I'm telling you. (laughs) The teacher was later found out to be a fucking uh, public exposure artist, a fucking pile of garbage I don't know what's with my hometown. We got a fucking guy in an ice rink sending his his fucking panache to a, a 15-year-old. We got a fucking dude in a public library jerking off. I told you guys about this story. The vice principal, we got him on grinder with a 13-year-old. What's going on in my fucking town? Dude, Westchester is a wonderful place of fun, huh? Bunch of fucking pedophiles. We had another pedophile. Dude, is this normal? Is it normal to grow up around this many fucking weird fucks? Maybe it is. We also had a pedophile, a fucking serial pedophile, a fucking psychopath pedophile. Like, I'm talking about, like, like it was a big thing. This dude who owned a Carvel. <laughs> wow. I, didn't re- I I didn't put two and two together before. Two fucking giant pedophilic hacks in my hometown. Dude at an ice rink and then a dude who owned a Carvel. Could you be any more obvious? Have I told this story on the podcast? I don't know. If I have, I apologize. I'm going to tell it again. But this dude worked at Carvel, at this Carvel in Yorktown. And uh, I used to go to the Carvel all the fucking time and eat the ice cream. And it was good. And I don't know if he was owning it at the time when I would go all the time. But as I got older, uh, I went less and less. And then I started to hear weird things. No, I didn't hear weird things yet. What happened was the order of fucking events, if I can keep them straight in my stupid brain, was I would go there a lot as a kid. Get ice cream it was a great time. Thankfully, I had a mother who watched where I was and like made sure that this motherfucker, if he was working there, didn't get me, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how the, the fucking those poor kids got snatched up by this piece of shit, but anyway, thank God it didn't happen to fucking me or anyone close to me, but what happened was, he, I don't know how long he worked there, but as I got older, I stopped going as much, and then I went one time, I remember a specific time I went, it was the last time I went to that Carvel, but I went, and I got some ice cream, because I thought, fuck it, I haven't gone to Carvel in a long time, As you got older, as I got older, there was this place, King Cone, that was way fucking better that everyone went to. But one day I was like, hey, I had good memories from Carvel in Yorktown. I'll go grab a fucking cone. Why not? So I went and I got some ice cream and it was terrible. It was like watery and flavorless and fucking awful. It was the worst ice cream I've ever had. And it tasted like it was mixed poorly or like whoever was owned the place or was working there was not really paying attention to the fucking specific ingredients you need to make ice cream good. But I remember it being watery and awful and I never went there again. And shortly after that, <coughs> excuse me. It was, uh, found out that he fucking had like child porn and was like filming kids doing disgusting things. Hey man, what the fuck? Disgusting bro. Mother dude. What? Oh my God. And you know how I found out, you know, how I found out I was with my girlfriend's mom and and she was getting a fucking Carvel cake that she had ordered from Carvel. And, uh, she gets out of the car to go get the cake, and somebody is, like, pro- like outside. I don't know if she was protesting or what, but someone was waiting outside. She might have just been waiting outside to tell people what the fuck was going on. But she was waiting outside uh, and to tell people... One of these people happened to be my friend's my my girlfriend's mom. As she walked up, she stopped her and was like, "Hey, uh, I just want you to know, a pedophile fucking works here. A fucking piece of shit pedophile makes the cakes here." And she was like, "What?" And that's how I found out. And uh, that guy, I think that guy was arrested. He either was arrested or he moved somewhere else. That's what happens with the fucking pedophiles. Or you get married. Oh. Or you don't do anything too severe. You just send a dick pic and you get fucking married. Oh, happily ever after for the dude who sent a 15-year-old a dick pic. Come on, dude. We live in a fucking weird, gross world, huh? Dude, this kid, also this kid, I knew this kid. And he one time told me he didn't like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia because the people were too awful in it. Hey, man, who's the real awful one, huh? Who's the real piece of shit? I don't like that show because all the characters are fictionally pieces of shit. Hey, man. Your life is nonfiction and you're nonfictionally gross. Anyway, that's how you know, dude. Someone doesn't like Always Sunny. If someone doesn't like Always Sunny because the characters are bad people in it, you know. That's how you know. You go, oh, fuck, man. You must be a bad person. You must be working at the ice rink, dude. I know what this is code for. This is code for you being a pile of shit. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of piles of shit. My dad, no, I'm not, <laughs> I was going to talk, start talking about my, my dad. I'm not saying he's a pile of shit. I'm saying his perception of what I'm about to talk about. My dad, uh, <clears throat> my parents recently, I'm watching The Sopranos again. I mentioned that last episode and it's fucking incredible. I'm already almost done with season two. I got like two le- episodes left in season two. Um, That show does not waste time, man. It really fucking blows by. But uh, it's a great show, and I just wanted to say that um, I just wanted to say that it's a great show before I fucking talked about what I really wanted to talk about. Um, my dad, uh, I told them to start watching it because I was like, oh, fuck it." I was talking to them and I was like, "Oh, you should watch The Sopranos." I told my mom, and then my mom watched it with my dad. And later, I was like, "What'd you guys think?" And my mom said, "Oh, we watched two episodes. We watched the same two episodes we watch every time, and then we stopped." excuse me keep fucking coughing it's that goddamn coffee I think um but then my mom goes did another um dude at least I'm aware of them now huh I gotta fucking be the eighth the fucking eighth grade me and 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 I gotta I gotta pretend as if that fucking weird (laughs) I gotta pretend my psych teacher who jerked off in the libraries in the corner of the room right now being like hey motherfucker I'm gonna take points off if you say um that's why I got a picture also, that's why you don't listen to teachers, you know? Because that th- they end up being that. Like this guy had a- authority over me and other kids. Meanwhile, he's doing that. Don't listen to your teachers. Don't listen to a single fucking teacher who tells you to do anything. What a weird fucking setup. What a weird concept, teachers. Dude, a lot of teachers fuck children. Do you understand? I'm afraid I've talked about this before, haven't I? But fuck it. I'll talk about it again. Teachers fuck kids. They do. And it's gross. And not all teachers do. Some teachers are great. Some teachers fucking mold the minds of the youth in a beautiful, brilliant way. And they're good, honorable people. But also some teachers fuck kids. And I feel like the teacher-student dynamic makes it very easy to do that. Okay? Think about it. Your teacher tells you to stay after class. Guess what you have to do? You got to stay after class. If you have a teacher who goes after school detention, my classroom, what the fuck are you going to do? Right? We don't believe in fascism. We're not a fascist country, but school is kind of fascist, bro. Your fucking teacher's the dictator and you do what they say. And guess what? That's a breeding ground for gross behavior. There's always the person too. can you believe that Ms. O'Connor fucked Joey, Joey Capiscopone? Can you believe Miss O'Connor fucked Joey Capiscopone? Yeah, dude, I can believe that. You know why? Because when she said stay after class, he was forced to do that. Body, body mind, and soul was all like, oh, well, these are the rules of school. Guess I got to wait after class to get molested, dude. Come on, man. I don't know. I think that if you get called for detention after school, you should be able to be like, what's the reason you give me a good reason? I'll stay. How about we just get rid of after school fucking detention? What are we doing with that? What is the point of that? Okay. It's creepy in general. Why do you want to, even if the kid got, even if a kid did something fucked up, you really want to spend hours with them outside of school to do what? To shame them. What are we doing? The tension doesn't teach you not to do something. It just makes you go, this is fucking annoying. And then you go home and then you do, you you repeat the same bad thing you did before because you didn't learn why it was wrong. You just learned like, Oh fuck, I guess I got to kill an hour. Also, a lot of the time I feel like kids just go, that's all I, that's all that happens. If I do this thing, I just have to sit for an hour with my teacher in front of me. Fuck it. I'll do homework. Who gives a shit? And they just keep doing the thing anyway. Cause it's not, it's a weird punishment. Anyway, my dad Sopranos, <laughs> he didn't want to keep watching it. Uh, and my mom was like, well, why don't you want to watch it? And he, my dad was like. I feel I feel dirty after I watch the Sopranos. <laughs> I feel dirty after watching it. Uh and I know why, it's because it's a it's an Italian family. And also my dad looks at Tony Soprano and he goes, Is that me? <laughs> Is that me? Am I that guy? Do I need fucking therapy? You do, dude. You do. You need you do. <laughs> My dad doesn't like the show because it it, it opens up too many things about himself he does not want to think about. Right? He's not killing people, but he is is getting angry enough to ruin other people's lives. (laughs) His anger is misguided and it does, you know, fuck with other people. And uh, I don't think he wants to see that in a TV show. You know, but again, it's a testament to how good that show is, is that an Italian American like my father has trouble watching it because he feels too connected to it. Also, I think he's got some shit with his fucking, you know, I won't get too into it, but I think he's got some shit with his dad that he doesn't want to uh, confront because that show will make you confront that man. That show makes you confront. I mean, I told you guys about last week with the fucking stabbing in the eye. I was like, damn, my dad, Tony's mother said that to him. My dad said that to me. My dad doesn't want to have the same experience that I have watching it going like, ooh, fuck. Fuck. That happened to me. <laughs> that happened to me and that's not good. And maybe I need f- some psychiatric help as well. Um, Yeah, I just thought that was funny though. I feel dirty. Maybe you're a little dirty, dude. Maybe you got to get fucking cleaned up. Maybe you should watch this show and be like, damn, dude, this is why I feel so dirty. Let me go get washed up. Yeah. Anyway, the camera's about to go out. I'm going to do, what time is it? I'm going to do one more quick part, and then I'm going to be done. I'll see you guys in a sec. What's up? What's up? I'm back for one, uh, one last part this week, huh? Huh? Dude, this podcast is fun. I'm very happy to be doing it. I have a great time every time I do it. Um, I wanted to talk about another um, dude. Fucking what's the um counter on this? Five, dude? Ten? Twenty? Who the fuck knows? Um, that's ten points off in my psych class. Right? Right, mister? I forget his fucking name. Otherwise, I would say it, man. Fuck it. You jerk off in a fucking public library, your name gets said. Okay? Um... What was my vice principal's name? Just did another um. God damn it. TJ Leonard. Mr. Leonard was the fucking vice principal who got caught with a 13-year-old from Grinder in his fucking car. Fuck you, TJ Leonard, you creepy fuck. I'll say your goddamn name, dude. Um. Another um, dude. God damn, these fucking um city right now. Okay. Uh... That one was on purpose. I wanted to talk about. I am. Um... Lately in pandemic in general. I mean, it's not just in pandemic. In life, this happens a lot where. And maybe I've spoken about it before in the podcast, but I'm feeling it particularly severely. This past couple of weeks. So I'll talk about it again. We often are asked in life, how you doing? How are you? On a daily basis, every fucking day, almost. If you talk to another person, oftentimes you get a, how you doing? How's it going? And for the most part, you always say, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Oh, what'd you do today? I did this. I did that. Yeah, I'm doing good. Even if you didn't do anything that day, you start making up shit. You start thinking like, well, I kind of, I guess I did that. I guess I did this. But what you really feel in your fucking soul, in your heart, in your brain, in every fucking part of your body, what you really feel is bad. And when someone says, how you doing? You want to say, I feel bad. I feel really fucking bad. But you don't say that because you don't want to burden somebody. You don't want to bother somebody. I have talked about this before. Fuck it. I'll talk about it again. You don't want to be a bother. Okay. Because a lot of times when someone's asking you, how are you doing? And you say, I feel bad. The person goes, ah, fuck. All I wanted was an okay from you. All I wanted was a good or an okay. I don't want to, I don't want any more. And I've been that person. I've been the person who, when I ask somebody how they're doing and they go, okay, I get annoyed. But I'm not annoyed because I don't want to hear what they have to say. I'm annoyed because because instead of just coming out and saying that they're feeling bad or like why they're feeling okay, they say, I'm okay, and then you got to pull the information out of them. Which I think is more frustrating not towards that person. It's frustrating because the person makes me think of me because I've been that person. I've been the person who says, I'm doing okay. And that be, I, you say, I'm doing okay because you don't want to say, I'm doing good because that's a lie. And you don't want to lie to your friend. But you don't want to say, I'm feeling bad because that's too much of a burden. And then you you don't want to tell the person about what's going on. So instead, you pick the middle route and you say, I'm doing okay. And then the person thinks that they're supposed to ask, Why are you doing just okay? But the reason you said okay is because you didn't want to, because you thought maybe you want to say something, but then you didn't. So you said, I'm okay. And then they ask, Well, why are you okay? And you go, Never mind, it's nothing. And then you're just in this weird middle area where you feel even worse. So I think I just wanted to say, because it is fucking, I don't know. This whole thing is weird to talk about. It, it's scary to say, it's scary to tell someone, I feel bad. I feel fucking bad. I feel really, really bad. I've been feeling that way for, for at least two fucking weeks now, you know? And I, uh, there's a lot of reasons why I feel bad. And the reasons feel unfixable. Even though they are fixable, they feel very unfixable. But it's like the cynical mind I talked about earlier. You gotta fight it with optimism. You gotta push, fuck, you gotta fucking crush it with no, it is fixable. I can fix it. I can there are there are things I can do to work towards feeling better. To not to not feeling bad. Shitty, awful. But that's hard to do. You get stuck. You get trapped and you feel like the fucking walls are closing in and you're going to get crushed. And all you want to do is tell somebody, dude, I feel bad. You want to tell them why. You want to you want to fucking express it. So I guess I guess why I wanted to just fucking say it out loud on here is like I want I want I want you to know it's you can feel bad. It's okay. If you feel bad, that's fine. You don't have to fucking be having a happy life all the time. Especially now, all I see is positivity. This is how you change your life. Clean your room. This is how you fix everything in a, in a moment. And then you listen to that and you're like, well, why can't I fix myself? This person is giving me the layout. They're giving me the fucking guide. Why can't I take the guide? Why do I, Why do I still stay stuck even though I have the information to fix myself? And then you get fucking overwhelmed and then it becomes shittier. And I want you to know you can feel bad. You can fe- you can take a day and feel fucking not good. And then after that, you can you can pick small things. You're not gonna change your life in a fucking instant. Pick one thing that seems surmountable and do that. You know? I don't know. Now I'm just giving fucking advice. I'm just, I don't know. I get, I get annoyed. I get annoyed. I feel like people talk about sadness and depression and they talk about things that they don't have any idea what the fuck they're talking about. And they talk about it as if they're trying to help you and they're not. Like for example there's there's that that stupid fucking phrase that stupid saying that I think is very outdated but it's that sentence that phrase that often boomers say it's often somebody who fucking doesn't even believe in depression they think it's a myth but sometimes it's not sometimes it's it's literally a fucking it's a person who has a friend who suffered from shit. A person a person who knows someone who committed suicide. They'll say some stupid shit like, S- suicide is a permanent solution to temporary problems. Which, if you say that to somebody, f- like, what the fuck are you doing? That is just it's, just, it's such an insult to somebody. Dude, somebody who is contemplating suicide... Um, is not a dumb child, (laughs) you know, sometimes it might be a young kid, but like oftentimes a person who is, who is contemplating suicide has gotten to the point where, where their problems are feel very permanent and you going, they're just temporary problems, you dumb fuck doesn't help them. It just makes them dismiss you because you clearly don't feel what they're feeling. And then they go, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll just do it. Cause you don't know what I'm talking about. This is another fucking person who makes me feel separate from everybody else. I might as well peace out. And then also people talk about suicide as cowardice and it's not dude. It's when people get to that place, they don't think of it as that. You see it as you see it as a good thing you're doing. You see it as genuinely unburdening the people in your life. You see it as you're worthless and you're just a succubus and you just are you see it as you're not contributing or adding anything to the world so it would be better if you're gone and you don't do it as a woe is me thing. You do it as a oh this is this is probably the most productive thing I can do. It's 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 clinical, man. It's 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 straightforward. It's not it's bare bones. It's not dramatic. It's not, "Oh my god, everyone hates me." That's not it. There are people out there who do shit like that, but they're not they don't they're not getting it. Suicide is a is a is a decision you make when th- when things when it feels like that's the most positive option to do. That's why it's fucked. That's why it's hard to understand. Is because you get to a place where that seems like the best idea. And I think part of someone getting that place is that they find it hard to say, I feel bad. They find it hard to say out loud to another person, I feel really fucking awful and I would like to talk to you about it. You know? And when I was younger, I I did not talk to anyone about it. So I guess I, well, I'm just trying to be. I'm trying to. Not that I'm the fucking end all be all, or I am any sort of a person to to, to be an authority on any of these things. But I just, if there's anybody listening who thinks that they, they 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 can't admit that they feel bad, or they they can't talk to someone, you can, you can, you can admit it, even if it's just to your fu- the fucking bathroom mirror. I feel bad. You can say it out loud. You can feel that way. Trust me. You have friends that will listen to your problems. You do. You do. And if you don't, you find new ones. <laughs> but yeah, it's not. And also when someone says suicide is a permanent solution to temporary problems, you're, you're saying depression is a, is a temporary problem when for some people it's a fucking chemical imbalance that is quite permanent and it's a fucking lifelong struggle, dude. Try telling fucking David, uh, what's called Anthony Bourdain I almost said David Bourdain, Anthony Bourdain. Hey man, don't kill yourself at 60. You have a great life. What do you mean? You solved all your problems. You know, Robin Williams, like the shit doesn't go away, man. You can have a great life. The shit does not go away. So to say something like that is just like, you don't get it. And now I don't, I'm, I'm not going to take a, I'm not going to fucking take anything you say into consideration because you've made it clear that you don't get it. I don't know, man. And if you're somebody who's like, if you have a friend who ends up killing themselves, or if you have a friend who you know, who's in a bad spot, just listen to him, man. Just listen to him. Talk to him. You don't have to have advice for them. You don't have to have the fucking answer for their problems. Just, just fucking be an ear, man. Be an ear. Sometimes that's all you can do. A lot of people blame themselves when people close to them kill themselves and you can't do that. You're not the reason. You're not the reason. Some people might be, (laughs) some people might be part of the reason, but like for the most part, the people who I meet who are not the reason they, 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 they 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 suffer a burden of like, I'm the reason why that person did it. You're not. They think about what they could have said. You said what you said and that's it. You can't know that a person is in that place until they tell you. You can see the signs afterwards, but you can only see those signs because of what ended up happening. There's a reason why you couldn't see them before. Because they were much smaller without the grand ending of fucking suicide, you know? but i don't know i don't know i don't even know i just i feel bad <laughs> and i wanted to say it out loud and uh i don't know i feel like more and more people have friends who are suicidal or they feel bad they feel shitty and they don't know how to talk to them they don't know what to do just listen i guess is what i would say as somebody who has felt that way and who has talked to people who feel that way just listen he just know that the person is is loved and you like them and, and you'll listen to what they have to say and you'll give a fuck about what they have to say. If you make that person feel a little less lost, you'll have provided them a comfort that is fucking rare and worthwhile and 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 that's important if you if if somebody is feels fucking lost and you make them feel a little bit less like that no matter what the end of that person's life is no matter where the the the, the they end up that moment was very valuable to them. And they're very thankful for it. I can tell you firsthand, there've been people who've pulled me out of this fucking terrible feeling, this shitty feeling. And I love those people unconditionally forever. So yeah, I feel bad. I do. I feel shitty and, uh, it's okay to feel that way. With social media and shit like that nowadays, it, it I think that's part of it too. With social media, it's constantly like, it's either lie about how you feel and, and be sadder than you actually are, or it's all about fucking being the most positive, perfect fucking human being of all time with the best fucking life, going to the best restaurants, traveling all the time, look at my beautiful girlfriend, look at my beautiful husband, oh my god, I have beautiful kids, oh my god, we went to fucking Da Vinci, Ba Vinci, I got that, that store, oh my god, isn't that cool, yay, oh, aren't I fucking awesome? Because I'm fuck, I have a lot of money and my life is so good in social media terms. You see that. You see TikToks. You see people... Listen, man. I, there's. It, it's okay to... F- it isn't. I was going to say it's okay to flex. It's okay to brag. No. What are you bragging for? Fucking... Social media is all people bragging about how good their life is. And it makes people who feel fucking genuinely terrible feel like they can't admit it. You can. Okay? A lot of these people with beautiful lives... It's not real. They feel fucking bad too. So I want you to know that no matter what you see on fucking social media, no matter what your friends around you are saying, no matter what the fucking world is like around you, if you feel fucking bad, you're allowed to. You're allowed to. It's okay to feel bad. Um... Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, I'll end it on this. I'll end it on this. A quick, silly thing. Uh, I was talking about COVID with a friend. (laughs) Let's get out of this subject. You could feel bad. It's all good to feel bad. Anyway, let's move on to this and I'll end on this. Uh, so we were thinking about what COVID is in different languages. And I was thinking about it in Italian and Italian COVID. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how they say it in Italy, but I know that nineteen is Dicianove. So then I was thinking, like, are they saying like, oh, COVID diciannove? <laughs> and no disrespect, I'm Italian. I love Italian people. You know, the the ones who are good people. I'm not gonna blindly love all Italian people. I wouldn't love all American people. You know, some people are fucking pieces of shit. But I'm Italian. I love. I went to Italy. It's a great place. And I know they got hit with COVID very hard and it's very tragic, but at the same time, it did make me smile to think like of doctors being like, he got the (laughs) COVID-19. Or like fucking sons or grandsons being like, my dad, died of (laughs) COVID-19. My poor no my, my, my poor grandpa died of COVID, did you know they eh? <laughs> My son, what, what is what is plaguing this nation? Oh it's a COVID did you know eh? <laughs> Anyway, uh You can feel bad uh, don't wear two masks Wear well, wear two masks if you want to, or just wear a tight fitting mask, uh, try and stay away from that. COVID did you know, man? And, uh, I had a great time this week. Uh, this podcast always brings, puts me in a fucking amazing mood. Um, yeah, man, I'm very happy to be doing this. I hope it keeps growing. Uh, If you like the podcast, help it to keep growing, fucking review it, rate it on iTunes, share it, whatever you want to do, or just keep fucking listening, man. The fact that anyone listens is, uh, is fucking awesome. And, uh, I genuinely love doing this and, uh, yeah, anyone who listens in my book is dope and I like you and I think you're awesome. I love you guys and I'll see you next week. J.A. Yo